As I finished up writing this episode, I got emotional because it's the subject of people feeling of no value, feeling constant shame and worthlessness. And God has so much more for us than to feel that way. And there are good reasons that we would feel that way. And we'll talk about that. But my desire is that you believe God's word and believe the power that he has given you to choose the abundant life that he is providing for us. And it is not based on circumstances or what other people think of us. It's based on what you choose to believe in your mind and in your heart from God's promises. Several years ago, I was at the kitchen sink and I don't recall what led up to this scenario, but I stood looking out the window asking myself, am I going to live my life based on someone else's perception of my value? What an interesting thought. Do we have to conform to the value placed on us by others? That's what we're going to talk about today. I'll see you in a minute. Welcome to the More Power Than You Think podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Scow. Renewing the mind is choosing to give our loyalty to thoughts and beliefs that align with scripture and casting down the thoughts that don't. In 2013, God took me, a suicidal bipolar woman, and radically changed and saved my life by teaching me to choose his thoughts above my own. My passion is to empower you with biblical, tactical, and scientific knowledge that will equip you to regain control of your thoughts so they stop controlling you. Regardless of circumstances and the messiness of life, claiming and applying the power God has given us to choose in 2 Corinthians 10.5 will lead to you living the abundant life that Christ intended, and it starts in the mind, one thought at a time. We often wear an identity that was given to us by someone else. This identity can lead to bondage, or it can lead to living life to the fullest, depending on the value placed on us by those around us. I suppose the common road is that we rarely soar higher than the people who are around us think we can. Have you ever noticed how some people bring out the best in us? There are some people in our lives that think we are amazing. They believe in our potential. In their eyes, we are as valuable as they are. They just assume we are going to succeed because in their eyes, why wouldn't we succeed? And then there are the folks who hold us in low regard. They don't really believe we can do much and what we have achieved just isn't important to them. Nothing we do makes them proud of us, and we always feel they are simply tolerating us. When we're around them, we start to feel small. We start to feel our voice doesn't matter because it doesn't matter to them. These two groups have completely different perceptions of our value. It is most natural to build a life around the value placed on us by whichever group we have been exposed to the most. If it is the group that cheers us on and believes in us and teaches us the sky is the limit, then we will probably live more fully, be willing to take risks and not be afraid when blessings come. 
if the majority of our lives we are exposed to the group that makes us feel small, that doesn't want to hear our voice, that tolerates our existence, then we will probably live a life that is small, full of fear, always doubting if we matter and fearing God's blessings because we feel we're not valuable enough to receive them. So now I ask you the question, are you going to live your life based on someone else's perception of your value? Now to Christ, our value is so great that we were worth dying for. That's unquestionable. But to humans, our value varies drastically based on whose eyes are looking at us. So who do we believe? Whose perception will we live up to? Whose evaluation of our value will we pattern our life by? I'm sure we all want to choose to live up to the potential seen in us by the one who is cheering for us and believing in us. But if the voice of the one who sees little value in us has shaped us most of our lives, we are going to run into many roadblocks. When happiness or success starts coming their way, they will start doubting their worth to receive such blessings. And as they get confident and break out of their comfort zone, they will start to doubt and go back to the small version of themselves. The small version who doesn't need to prove anything because success isn't even expected. There are no expectations to live up to. The answer, as I ponder this, is to listen to one voice. The one voice that overrides every other opinion of any group or any person. The one and only voice that truly comprehends our value and knows how to build us up to reach our potential is the one voice of God. With his intimate knowledge of who we are, coupled with an unconditional love that goes beyond our comprehension, God places a value on us higher than any other human could. God is the only one who has the authority to determine our value. No one else's perception of us is accurate. Some will hold us too high, building us up to be self-reliant and equipping us to fight for our own dreams and our own desires. And some will value us as dirt, telling us by action or word that we are nothing, deserve nothing, and we will always be nothing. It's too difficult to please and live up to all the different values and perceptions of mankind. And these perceptions of our value from the good group and the bad group are tainted with humanness. Both groups can lead us to build a life on a flawed evaluation of our value. But God's voice and God's perception of our value is holy. And God's word lays it all out for us. It can be black and white. His perception of our value leads us to balance. If we let his perception of our value replace everyone else's to shape our lives, we will learn a balance of confidence and humility. Some really have been told or shown by actions or words that they are trash, a mistake, worthless. There really are people suffering from living a life that is not valued by those around them. Then there are those who have been built up so high by those around them that they plow past their sinful humanness right into pride and self-reliance. 
healing and balance needs to be restored here because one extreme or the other is not the answer. Believing we have so much value that we can conquer the world, but not tying that confidence to bringing God glory and submitting to his will is not the outcome that pleases God. Believing that we have no value to the point that we live in fear and shame or not doing anything at all because we don't believe God can use us is not the outcome that pleases God either. God is in the business of making things new, the business of healing what has been broken, the business of restoring what has been lost. Whether we have been shaped by people that made us feel shame and worthless or by people that made us feel the sky is the limit, God can take our lives and shape it into something that is balanced and restored by his touch. We do not have to shape our lives based on how others perceive our value. Remember, God is the only one with the authority to determine our value. Everyone else's perception is just an opinion shaped by their own flawed humanness. Instead, look at your life and your value based on the unwavering truth of Scripture and then build your life off of that. When shame and fear overtake your mind, go back to Scripture to remind you of God's opinion. If pride and self-reliance overtake your heart, go back to Scripture to remember that the one who values you is the one you are living for. We may not always have the power to choose who our ears listen to, but we do have the power to choose who our heart listens to. And it doesn't matter if no one values you around you, meaning it doesn't take away your power to choose. Just in case we error in hypocrisy, what value are we putting on the souls around us? You know, we may have been undervalued by those around us, but are we doing that same thing to others? What value are we putting on our children, our spouse, our friends, teenagers, our fellow church members, on strangers, on the dirty, on the poor, on the rich? If we look at them with God's perception of value, then they are all equal and have equal potential because God's love and principles are available to them all. If their potential depends on God's power and ability, which it does, then why would we ever cast them down as worthless or someone God can't lift up and use? Because God can use any vessel and God values every vessel because he has paid for them all with his own shed blood. God is highly invested in every soul around us, yet we often flippantly cast our judgment of their value based on our faulty human perception. So let's value every life as precious and having meaning, because isn't that what we want? So let's give what we want to receive. Now, as far as that identity that you might be wearing that deems you worthless, You get to decide to wear those clothes of shame and lies or put on Christ's identity instead. This mindset takes time. I'm not saying it's easy. Healing from these kind of wounds does not happen overnight. Often the fiery darts of discouragers keep firing, barely giving us a chance to get a step forward in our growth and wearing us out as we try to keep our shield up. 
but don't give up. Be a good soldier for Christ. Keep claiming truth. When thoughts and temptations come into your mind to put yourself down or call yourself names or maybe even self-harm or to believe the lies that the people around you are saying about your value, then in that very next moment, you have the power to reject it. Don't put it on. Don't wear it. Don't own it. Say, that's not me. That's a lie. God died for me. I'm valuable. It's what I talked about in episode two, where I teach you exactly how to take back the power, to get the victory and not let the devil win when these temptations and lies come your way. You get to choose to own it and enter into it, or you get to choose to reject it. You have that power. No one else can do it but you. The truth is our circumstances may never change. We may never be able to win the approval of the people in our lives, but that does not mean that we are exempt from living with the joy and peace that Christ promised. But you have to claim it and believe it is yours. Don't forfeit your power to choose a different life, the one that God says you can have. And again, it doesn't matter if the circumstance around you changes your experience within yourself and your relationship with God is not dependent on what anybody else thinks. You also must change your focus and purpose. We are here to be a light to others, but not to live in fear of others making decisions based on their approval. Proverbs 29, 25 says, the fear of man bringeth a snare. But whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. This person that you are wearing, the identity they've given you, but it's an identity that is making you small and that is harmful, that's a snare. And although you may not be able to escape that influence, you can choose not to conform to that influence. The end of that verse says, But whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. If we spend our lives trying to live up to the expectations of others, we will be exhausted. And we may even miss God's calling because it means we are listening to the wrong voice and following the wrong leader. Now, there is so much to be said on this subject of the harmful identity that those around us try to place on us. This is a painful topic for some. And some people really are trapped in a circumstance that is abusive emotionally or physically, and they they can't get out. And I'm not belittling that. But like I mentioned in episode five, there is no circumstance so severe that God's promises don't have grace to cover. As the world tries to determine our value and who we are and the potential we have, remember that we must not rely on our value being determined by anyone because their perception of our worth is just an opinion shaped by their own flawed humanness. God is the only one who has the authority to determine our value. And God proved our value when he allowed his son to die for us on the cross. Romans 8.32 says, He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. Never will we be so loved and accepted and valued than when we are beheld in our Savior's gaze. And we are never out of his gaze. The song I have chosen to end with today is, Mary, Did You Know? 
This baby we celebrate at Christmas grew into a man that has the power to redeem, heal, restore, revitalize, comfort, and be our best friend. This Savior who was born into this world was born to prove to us God's provision to his beloved creation, and his death proved our worth to the Father. You are loved. No one else may see how valuable you are, but God does. We're going to end today's episode with a song from one of my albums. I pray that the song I've chosen for you today encourages you and comforts you, but more importantly, I pray that it unites you in fellowship and worship with your Savior. Thank you for tuning in and connecting with me. I'm your host, Jennifer Scow. And until we meet again, I want to encourage you to invite God to everything and keep choosing loyalty to God's thoughts above your own. Please remember to leave me a written review on Apple Podcasts. This drives Apple to show the podcast to more of our brothers and sisters in Christ who can then get the tools they need to get the victory in the battle for the mind. It is a pleasure serving with you and fighting this battle of the mind together. We are on the winning side. Praise the Lord. Take care, and I'll talk to you soon. Love, Jennifer.
Great. 